everybody, and welcome to Win at Work and Life with Nikki Bush. This is the podcast where you and I explore what it means to win at both work, home, and life. Today, you get to choose how you create a life of meaning and self-expression that includes both your work and life outside the office with your family. Please send through your comments, questions, and topic suggestions to info at nickybush.com. And don't forget to share the Win at Work and Life podcast with your friends and colleagues to empower them to win at work and life. Today, I'm so excited to introduce all our listeners to Ian Reader, who's a friend, a colleague, he's a fellow speaker, and the owner of Marketects. He is a specialist at the neuroscience of persuasion. Ian's also a husband and a father of two teenage daughters. Welcome Ian and thank you so much for being with us and I just thought that you would be the perfect person for us to have a chat with about how to make sense of COVID-19, mm-hmm. the impact it's having on us in terms of our work as well as at home. And we're going to discuss the SCARF model, which comes from David Rock. And you introduced me to David Rock's work. In fact, I've still got the book you lent me. So I haven't lost it. It's still there. And I just think the SCARF model is so relevant. So I'm going to let you loose on explaining to us what does SCARF stand for? So S-C-A-R-F is an acronym for SCARF. And it's actually uh, Dr. David Rock's um, model that he developed uh, this century, and um, and he officially re- released it in his book called "Your Brain at Work." I love the name of that book. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's got uh, two meanings. So, and um, and uh, he goes quite heavily into uh, why he called it the SCARF model because we can't remember anything unless it's an acronym. So, um, like the four P's of marketing, he realized people can't remember uh, like the seven habits of highly affected people. So he, he decided to put it in an acronym form, S-C-A-R-F. And unlike Maslow, there's no hierarchy. It's not like basic needs first, et cetera. Um, and uh, we'll go through SCARF. The S stands for um, status is a basic human need. And interestingly, he, he realizes that, that all these five parts of the SCARF model are basic human needs, and they're as important as food and water at times. So, um, and, and this, this model that I'm going to go through with you doesn't replace Maslow. It's, it's actually complementary to a lot of uh, uh, basic need models. And it's an incredibly dynamic model. Uh, what I mean by that, you can adapt it to leadership, you can adapt it to teaching, you can adapt it to negotiation skills. And once I've gone through with it, uh, the, the, the five parts, you'll actually start to realize how broad it is. Um, so should we kick off with um, SCARF? Nikki? Yes, I think so. In fact, you and I discussed SCARF some time ago around uh, teenagers' use of social media. And I remember we were talking about status being such a massive thing that if they're not getting likes, they lose their status. And I'm sure right now, and maybe we we, we should kick off at that point, because I'm actually finding the teenagers Mm -hmm. and the early 20s that um, group of young people are actually 
coping the least well right now. They're finding it incredibly frustrating. And one of them is because they've actually lost their social status because there's nobody to give them that feedback right now, physically and emotionally. So I don't know if that's well, a good place to start. Well, luckily we've got Zoom and we've got social media, but um, we'll go through scarf. And, and yeah, um, I mean, my, both my teenage daughters can't even visit their boyfriends. Um, and uh and and you know one of the biggest losses uh for teenagers is the is um is the r in scarf relatedness and and we'll go through all of this now but what i want to mention is scarf hits the really visceral part of your brain the the limbic system uh that's a part of the brain where all your emotions sit uh, now the front of your brain is called the prefrontal cortex and unfortunately, your prefrontal cortex is only developed at about age 25. And it's important that I mention this because when you have a loss of these five parts of scarf that I want to go through, um, uh, adults can actually rationalize them using their prefrontal cortex, using your emotional quotient and your emotional intelligence and saying, I can actually rationalize this. I can choose to understand uh, the long-term picture. But kids battle with um, understanding the loss of status, the loss of clarity, the loss of autonomy, the loss of fairness, the loss of uh, relatedness, um, or whichever part of scarf we're going to go through. And this is where parenting comes in. One has to try and uh, help your teenagers who think they're adults, but they don't yet have a prefrontal cortex to actually rationalize. Um, it's like a bully. When a kid is bullied, they're losing um, a lot of the parts of scarf i.e. status, relatedness, it's not fair, but a bully cannot rationalize the loss of one of these basic human needs. And it hits exactly the same spots that physical pain hits when you lose one of these uh, basic human needs. Um, there's four parts of your brain that actually light up when you're feeling physical pain. And these four parts of the brain light up when you actually feel this emotional pain or one of these losses of uh, the scarf model. Um, the, these parts of the brain, uh, you might have heard of them, the amygdala, the uh, insula, uh, the periaqueductal gray, and there's uh, another part of your brain called the insula where physical pain is felt. And, and amazingly, when we lose these emotional needs, um, it's a physical pain. The body actually feels it physically in your heart, in your stomach mainly, uh, which is quite interesting. So I think we're ready to go through the scarf model. Great. Yes, starting from the top. Good. So status. Uh, during COVID-19, your biggest loss is going to be a loss of maybe material possessions, for, for people, they can't maybe drive their, their car to a, a, a beautiful restaurant and show, show off their, their new car or motorbike or bicycle or whatever it is, beautiful hairdo. Um, you can't actually do those things anymore. But what I'm really, really particularly worried about when it comes to status is job losses. Um, you know, if you look at all the statistics that are coming out, um, I've looked at uh, quite a few studies, there's an estimation that... Um, about one third of people might lose their jobs over the next two to three years. Um, it's not just about now. Um, so, uh, and what does a loss of a job do to one? It, it's uh, to try and articulate this is you're losing status. 
as, as a breadwinner, for example. And um, this leads me to the C in SCARF, which is clarity or certainty of your future is another basic human need. Will I lose my job? Um, uh, will I have a job to go back to? Um, will my spouse lose her job or his job? And um, so a lot of these, these, um, these uh, uh, things in SCARF are actually connected. So, uh, so loss of material possessions could be a loss of status. Now, um, you know, 75,000 years ago, uh, a grave was found in the Western Cape. And uh, it was a 75,000 year old grave. Um, um, you know, they, they, they dated it. And she was wearing a necklace, which meant 75,000 years ago, we cared about how we looked. Um, so status has always been there as a basic human need. We color our hair, we pluck our eyebrows, we, we, we lose weight, although we're dying to eat something. Um, and, and unfortunately, um, out of status is born even anorexia because uh, it's, it's, uh, people don't say, wow, you're looking good, you put on weight. We, go, we normally go, wow, you've lost weight. And in our society, uh, status could mean many things. And yeah. one could be you're looking fit. Um, so people could spend extraordinary amounts of money on their status, their, their wedding rings, uh, jewelry, um, um, expensive um, uh, status items in their homes, living in the right area, etc. So COVID-19 losing material possessions is going to be a loss of status. And it's, it's, it's massive. Um, wherever I go in the world, you just see people craving their status, absolutely doing the most silly things, uh, spending in all the wrong areas to show off. So this would impact on us, not just mentally, but emotionally too. And absolutely. what concerns me, I think, is that, you know, I'm thinking about that statistic you've just uh, given us of about a third of people may lose their jobs and have to find another way to generate income mm -hmm. is um, the fear that comes with that, the anxiety mm -hmm. that comes with it and depression. Mm -hmm. And then of course, there's the potential for suicide. Yeah. Uh, I'm concerned that we're going to see depression and suicide statistics absolutely mm -hmm. rocket. So Nikki, I mean, I've, I've lost all my business. I've lost all my keynotes uh, talks. I've lost all my booked training sessions. And uh, this, this loss of status, at least I could understand it and use my prefrontal cortex and try and breathe deeply and label emotion and understand it so I could process it and then quickly relax and come up with plan B. And plan B is I've already flipped what I do. I've become a consultant and I went through all my clients' lists and I looked at the ones that are bulletproof at the moment. They're not affected by the recession. And I've landed two of them and I've, I've really made up for that loss of status um, in knowing that I've got a job and knowing that I can feed my family. But you obviously used a model like SCARF to, to go through what it was you were feeling, what you were faced with, confronted with, and then you were able to take a step back and create some form of perspective so that you could then create plan B. Correct. And, and that shows an emotional maturity. Uh, so to speak. And you, you can do this because we've all, we've all got this thing called the prefrontal cortex. Uh, breathe deeply and start thinking clearly. 
um, about how you, first of all, you've got to label the feeling that you're feeling. And Dr. David Rock even puts it in his book. If you can't sleep, get out of bed and actually write down what is it, label it. And just labeling it makes you feel better. Which leads us to the C in scarf. The next basic human need is clarity or certainty of your future. And so if you can't sleep because you, you're worried about um, uh, something, get up, get out of bed, write down why I can't sleep, label it, and then come up with a simple plan that can make it slightly better. All right? What, what is brain... it that I can do to change this situation? Absolutely. Um, what yeah. can I focus on? What can I do to fix it? And then the other, the other secret is what you can't control, just let go, let God. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's, I mean, I've actually got a model right in front of me in my wall. It's the first thing I did a uh, week before lockdown. I said, how am I going to rationalize all of this? Yeah. Um, you know, in other the, words, you, you took the emotional charge out of the situation as soon as you could so that it didn't overwhelm you. Mm. And I found some beautiful articles from, from Harvard Business School. Um, and, you know, at the end of this, if anybody wants to email me, um, I can share, the, share with them the same articles and, uh, of course, the SCARF model. Um, but so your second, uh, so S is status. Your second basic need in the SCARF model is, cl is clarity or certainty of your future. Now, interesting, we're the only mammal that has got a fully developed prefrontal cortex. So we all know about the future. And we worry ourselves sick about the future. And we miss the present. <laughs> and we miss the present as well. But there, every tribe on the planet, it doesn't matter where you go in history, right now you can find a tribe in the middle of the Amazon that's never seen another tribe. They all worry themselves sick. What's going to happen to them one day when they die? And they all have to, it's one of the first questions kids say, oh, dad, mom, what happens to me when I die? And we have to come up with these answers. Uh, because we've got this basic human need to want to know about our future. And it's a huge need. And, you know, these needs Maslow didn't talk about. Um, he didn't talk about certainty or, cer or clarity of your future. It's a basic, basic human need. So now a big thing in COVID-19 is everybody saying, well, I get sick. You know, what happens to me? Do you have a pre-existing condition? And this is, if I had to single out one thing, in COVID-19, other scarf model, it's probably this is the big one. This is the big basic human need is when I get sick, will there be a cure? we desperate for certainty. Will my industry reopen? If I'm in the hotel industry, certainty, will it reopen? Of course, the opposite of certainty is uncertainty. Um, when should I start my family? I was just about to fall pregnant. Should I do it now? Should I do it later? Should I have a second child? Will I complete my degree is, you know, what, what students are saying. There's uncertainty. And it's amazing. Once you've gone through the SCARF model, you will not be able to live without this model. It's so powerful. Um, and as I said, you know, earlier, don't just use the SCARF model. Also use Maslow. Um, it brings a certain value. Um, is, there's many models out there. Um, so will I lose my home, you know? That's massive during COVID-19. Well, that uh, goes straight back to Maslow, doesn't it? You know, that's, that's my shelter. For, for safety. safety. So Maslow called it safety. This is more certainty of the future. 
this is more like my prefrontal cortex. Remember, David Rock is a is um, he's looking at the basic human needs from a neuroscientist perspective, understanding the different areas of the brain perspective, and so. A typical one, should, I, should you even cancel insurance in your car? Because you haven't driven it. Yes. But then you go, yes, I'll save myself two grand a month. But what if, I, what if I, it gets stolen out of my garage? And so this is what's really going on during COVID-19. Lots of questions and mm. not a lot of answers. Yeah. So clarity or certainty uh, of your future is a big, big, big basic human need. Let's move on to the A in SCARF. Uh, so we covered status, we covered clarity, and now let's cover autonomy. Now, autonomy is a basic, basic human need. My options are limited. Autonomy is a basic human need. We want to um, be in charge of our next move. We want to be in charge of, I want to go visit my, I want to go lock down with my, my, my fiance. I want to lock down with my parents. I want to go visit my sick mother in an old age home and, and you don't have that autonomy anymore. You are told by a government to lock down with somebody you might not even get along with. And I know of a teenager who's locked down with um, somebody in Germany who she doesn't want to be locked down with, but that's where she's going to university. She'd much rather be in lockdown here in South Africa. Yeah, so, it's a really, really tough place to be in a space where your freedom has been curtailed and your civil liberties have been taken away yeah. from you. Yeah. And and, and that is something we, this generation, um, our generation, our children's generation, we have never, ever faced this, this kind of retraction of freedom before. In a way, it's worse in Second World War. In the Second World War, you could be having a, a party in South Africa. You'd, there wasn't even a bullet fired, you know. Um, and this COVID-19 has smacked every single country. Um, so you've got less freedom, less options, you've got travel restrictions, and that's a loss of a basic human need. So you've lost status, maybe, you've lost certainty, and you've lost autonomy. Should we move on to the R? Definitely. So the R is a big one, and uh, especially for us, uh, you know, teenagers um, who, you know, if you look at Maslow hierarchy of needs, they've got their basic needs met. They've got security and now they all they want to do is socialize. And R stands for relatedness. Um, now, what I found during the lockdown, I've actually improved my relationship with my wife and two teenage daughters. Um, but we're not just talking about the lockdown clan. We're talking about, you know, everybody out there, your best friend, my teenage daughter is desperate to just be in the same room as her best friend who lives half a kilometer away you know and um and 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 we've decided that they can't actually meet and visit so relatedness you can't socialize and it it hurts the fine susceptibility of the human race it hurts the fine intimacy of hugging for example um you know this COVID 19. we can't attend funerals we can't attend weddings we can't attend graduation ceremonies we lock down with the wrong people sometimes as well. So relatedness, we're losing our basic human need of relatedness. Can you imagine um, being locked down with somebody who you don't want to be intimate with, uh, but just because you were in that country, you decided let's lock down, this thing's only going to last for two weeks. And now you realize you're locked down for 
a long time away from the people you love and maybe even locked up <laughs> with people you don't want to be locked up with. Yeah, can... I, think, I think this whole um, connection and sense of community, we've realized how important this is for us as human beings, that mm. we have connection with people who mean something to us and mm. that we're able to build community. And obviously we're, we're all trying really creative ways to keep a sense of community, whether it's having book club on a Zoom hangout or whether it's, uh, you know, having web presenting webinars or whatever it is, but nothing, nothing fills our emotional cup like face-to-face -face communication. Now, you and I are lucky. We were already friends and colleagues. So you and I are having this, this uh, Zoom meeting right now, this, yeah. this conversation. We've got a sense of, of each other, which is fortunate. Yeah. But it's still not the same as you and I having a cup of coffee over a table and being able to actually see each other face to face and having a hug hello. Mm -hmm. And it, there's just, I think we've really realized how much we are social beings and that nothing sure. really replaces that. So I'm really hoping that we come out of this uh, being very appreciative of time spent with each other. I think That's so important. much of our communication has been on the fly with each other. That and is so true. I watched my, my wedding video last night with my daughters and I, it, it smacked me so hard. I woke up this morning and thinking, gosh, life, life has changed. And I did not appreciate that freedom we had, you know, watching that, that, that video, hugging and kissing and dancing. And um, of course, uh, everything has changed. So I'm going to move on to the last um, part of SCARF, which is fairness, is a massive basic human need, fairness. And um, so I just want to reiterate that all of these um, uh, uh, things in SCARF, all five of these things, um, rattles our limbic system. It's that emotional part of your brain that hurts your ability to think clearly. So it hurts our prefrontal lobes. Um, it hurts our prefrontal cortex so that we can't put enough blood and glucose in that part of your brain to think rationally. So, um, so we've gone through status. We've gone through certainty. We've gone through autonomy. We've gone through relatedness. And the last one is fairness. Now, this is huge when it comes to this. And let me give you an example how big fairness is as a basic human need. Fairness is people during COVID-19 are going to be saying things like this. Why am I in the industry that I'm in? There are people who are in the hand sanitizer industry. They're making money. This is not fair. I must tell you a story. A friend of mine's friend bought a restaurant in February for 1.5 million Rand. He was just starting to run it. This guy has, has to pay a massive rent. He's borrowed the money. He will be saying, why me? This is not fair. So um, fairness, um, you know, if a kid gets bullied, it's obviously smacks fairness hard. It's unfair. Why am I treated this way? And it's exactly the same. Why am I not in another industry? Why was I not an online trainer? Why was I at a particular university that, that, that is mainly focusing on in-classroom stuff? 
why weren't I like that other person? Um, why am I not in uh, another industry like, um, like maybe uh, a medical doctor who are now busy? Why am I in my particular industry? And you, so you start saying to God, you know, why, why uh, didn't you favor me? Why am I being so unfavored? Why am I at this age? I'm actually so thankful that I'm only 55 because I feel pretty bulletproof compared to somebody who's maybe uh, 75. Um, a young mother is going to say, why am I pregnant? Why didn't I have my babies earlier? This is so unfair. You know, it was so easy for you. You've retired. You've made your money before the stock market crash. And so fairness is a massive, massive human uh, 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 need. It's a basic human need. And people are going to be keep saying, why me? This is so unfair. Um, I was just about to start a family and then COVID-19 hit. I was just to start, uh, about to start my business. I was just about to finish my degree. This is so unfair. Mm. And um, so lovely model to go through um, COVID-19 with. I hope I've made yeah, thank sense. You. Thank you for sharing that model with us. So before we wrap up, can you just, um, just define what is the role of the SCARF model in looking at, at COVID-19 and where we find ourselves? And what's the, what's the upside? So what's the positive? What's the takeaway for our listeners um, from our conversation? Okay, so... For you to be calm in any situation, you've got to label the situation. So by going through the SCARF, the status, the clarity or certainty of your future, the autonomy, the relatedness, the fairness uh, issues. And of course I can share this particular um, uh, uh, thing off, after this um, chat with anybody who wants to go um, and, and look, at, look at it. Um, your brain loves certainty, it, even though it's not a nice thing, uh, one has to label how you're feeling. So by going through SCARF, you can say, okay, that's a good start. I know where I'm at. And now, how do I rationalize it and how do I turn it around? So, um, um, so to, to summarize, it, it's a beautiful way of, of starting to label how you feel. And then once you know how you feel, you can start to turn around and look at solutions. So, so in a way, it's a little bit like layers of an onion. You're yeah. starting to peel away the layers of the onion so yeah. that you can get closer to the nub where you can take some action. Yeah, I think it was both, both Jung and Freud both said, what you resist will persist. And so don't resist it. Uh, psychologists often say, ride the tiger. They don't say sweep the motion underneath the carpet. Rather, get the motion out there, get on the tiger, and face your fears, write it, and then and then um, and then look at solutions. Don't just look at solutions. Look at look at the situation, and then look at solutions to the situation. So what I'm hearing you say is, scarf can be helpful in assisting us to move from fight, flight, freeze, and what's the other one? Fight. Uh, Okay, so we need to get out of this frozen state that we find ourselves in and get into a more active state so that we can start taking those baby steps mm -hmm. forward. So Ian, where can our listeners 
uh, get hold of you and get some resources, share some well, resources? I think one of the best things you can do is just Google my name. I'm the only Ian Reader out there. That's R-H-E-E-D-E-R. Yeah, Ian, I-A-N, surname R-H-E-E-D-E-R. And you'll be bang on my website. You can email me off my website. Um, and then, yeah, what, whatever has made sense to you, I can expand on that and, uh, and bolster that with a, a beautiful articles or whatever you're looking for out there. Yeah. Okay. So I think, I think in the spirits of COVID-19, we really got to look after each other and help each other. Um, I've, I've made a point of giving every single big RC something. Um, and there's a lot of them at the cafes and petrol stations and, um, yeah. So, uh, emotional health is also fantastic. Ian, thank you so much for being part of the Win at Work and Life podcast. And I'm looking forward to creating more episodes for our listeners. And of course, you can find more information on me at nickybush.com.